Thank you all for tuning in today to our Your Edge podcast. I'm here today with Elizabeth Miller and Kathy Marchant. Elizabeth Miller has recently joined Zebra Technologies as the healthcare lead for Australia and New Zealand. And that's where she is responsible for developing and executing on our healthcare strategy. Elizabeth is also a registered nurse and previously worked in healthcare for three decades in a clinical and commercial capacity. She's also been a member of parliament in Victoria. Kathy is currently an account manager for Zebra Technology and she is responsible for supporting and developing healthcare accounts headquartered in Southern California and Hawaii. And Kathy has more than 30 years of experience within the auto ID and data capture industry. Elizabeth, Kathy, and I are going to talk about COVID-19 drive-through testing and critical aspects for those involved in setting up and operating these sites to think about. I'm Therese Van Ryan, and I lead Global PR for Zebra, and I am thrilled to be joined by Elizabeth and Kathy today. Thank you both for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you. Let's start off with you, Kathy. Can you tell us a little bit about the drive-through testing centers that you've been involved with setting up? Sure. So a couple of months ago, um, before all the serious chaos set in, uh, you know, I got some calls from some partners and from some of our NGs or customers uh, wanting to, uh, to help them with technology for some of their drive-through testing sites. And I said, oh, sure, that's kind of a cool little application. You know, that's a good idea. Um, and, and then, of course, it just exploded from there. And at first, it was actually kept very secret because they didn't want people knowing where these sites were. Um, because, uh, you know, you had to have an appointment. They didn't want everybody just, you know, uh, showing up at once and not having appointments so they couldn't facilitate it. Um, and we were able to provide them with uh, suggestions on the right supplies that can be disinfected, the labeling of the specimens, the mobile printing, um, you know, how the wireless would work in a remote environment and things like that. So, and of course, since then, we've had a, a large variety of people uh, setting up drive-through uh, drive facilities. Mm -hmm. Elizabeth, how about you? I understand that it's just getting started in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, that's correct, Teresa. It's, uh, we generally at the moment have a lot of walk-in clinics. Uh, they can be done either inside the hospital to a designated area or just outside to the side of the hospital. Uh, that said, there's uh, a, now more drive-through uh, facilities popping up, if you like. Excuse the pun. Uh, so that's uh, where the technology that's now just starting to come into the Australian market is now being to see as an advantage when they're recording the people that they're testing coming through. Sure. What do you believe have been some of the biggest challenges for healthcare workers going through this setup process? I think uh, as a frontline uh, clinician recording and capturing and testing the people coming through, the protective apparel has been really critical to making sure that they're protected when they're testing the people in their cars or, or walking into the centres. Um, if they're currently handwriting the information, that's where errors can occur. The data capture can be accurate, inaccurate and um, also the ability to access the data in real time if they need to. So if someone's presenting with symptoms, if they had the technology in their hand with a mobile device, they could action, actually action that straight away. So it's a, it's a work in progress. 
Sure, that real-time aspect is so important. Yep, it is. How about, how about you, Kathy? What challenges are, are you seeing? Yeah, yeah, I agree, Elizabeth. The, first and foremost is the protective gear, right? Because the, the challenge here is not just that, you know, uh, we see these drive-through centers now for giving, uh, you know, uh, vaccinations or flu shots. Uh, but this is a whole new world because you need to dis- the healthcare workers need to protect themselves and distance themselves from the people that they're treating or testing. So that is a, a challenge in itself. Uh, the the other biggest challenge that I saw working with my customers was that they had to get these things set up. Some of them in 24 hours. Like we have to have this set up tomorrow, and you're trying to spec out technology for them. The mobile printers the specific size of the labels, you know, the formatting, all that stuff is usually done uh, weeks and weeks, right? And then you're mm-hmm. testing them. But this is, this is just, we have to have this done. We have to have this done in a week. So the time frame that it had to be done and the fact that not only did they need to be somewhat remote from the people they're treating, we um, as vendors and, and, and technology vendors supporting them we can't go on site. So everything is done remotely through, uh, through you know, webinar meetings and things like that. So, so that, that made it a challenge to help them also, right? So, Sure, sure. That uh, level of trust between uh, vendor and customer becomes real, right, in a circumstance like that? Yes. So stressful. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there were there were some there were some moments. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, how would you say technology is being used, or should I say, how could technology be used to help overcome these challenges? Um, you know, with with the drive-throughs and, and and a lot of the remote locations, um, they're really trying to bring you know some of the processes from inside the hospital to outside the hospital, right? And with that challenge is. Uh, you still have to maintain the privacy compliances, you know, the HIPAA compliances. Uh, you still have to have security, a secure network. Um, so, you know, so, some of the challenges really is having really good Wi-Fi or, or network um, where your location, where your drive-through is. Um, also, you know, the, the ability to disinfect everything from the from the handhelds that they may be using, you know, make sure they have healthcare plastics, making sure that the labels that they're using are um, are disinfectable. Um, so lots lots of you know a very simple process really, but but lots of challenges when you have to do it in a remote environment and when you have to do it quickly. Sure, sure. Anything to add on to that, Elizabeth? I, I think uh, along the lines of what Kathy's just said, I think the infection control practices are really important, particularly if you've got like a handheld computer, that it be healthcare grade because as you're testing a person where they walk through a drive-thru, you're going to be constantly disinfecting. So that's really important uh, from a protective point of view. I think also um, having a solution to manage the flow of that testing and then when you're actually capturing that data, the sampling, the labelling, uh, and then the logistics to pathology, all of that's got to be uh, facilitated, you know, in a nice, simple flow, if you like, but also the data also has to be protected. So I think that's really important when you think about setting up clinics as to where they're going to be, how it's going to operate, and the safety and security of both people testing and of the data that's captured. So I think that's important. 
Mm-hmm. You mo- both make a great point about disinfecting devices. If you go to zebra.com slash heroes, you'll find a, a great website where you can enter what mobile device you're using and exactly how to disinfect it. We've made it pretty easy for you to, to get that done. Elizabeth, I'm wondering what else do healthcare providers need to think about when setting up the COVID-19 testing facilities with regards to patient safety, privacy, data security, record accuracy, and overall workflow, effic- workflow efficiency? I think uh, making sure that you've got a solution that captures the data uh, effectively and safely secures that information because you don't want it to get out to someone that shouldn't have it. So I think that's probably a priority from a technology point of view and and Zebra can work with partners uh, to offer those solutions uh, to the providers that are setting up those clinics. Mm -hmm. How about here in the States, Kathy? Um, yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the same similar things, uh, you know, from a workflow efficiency, there's a lot we saw through all this that can obviously be improved um, with, uh, you know, with when people drive up, you have to make sure that they are who they are, right, for a lot of different reasons. Um, and, you know, they're holding up their driver's license, and, and there, a lot of that was done manually, but um, there is technology where, you know, one of our scanners can scan it, and it can, you know, pull in, uh, you know, software that can pull in and parse the data and, and automatically enter it into the system. You know, with the handhelds, they can pull up records of who's already registered to come through and get the tests, pull up their medical records, especially if they're a part of that organization. Um, so there's, there's a lot of workflow processes and things uh, that are important and, and I think can be greatly improved um, you know, as we move forward with this, and, you know, I think testing is probably here to stay, and, and I, I, I think um, we will learn from this, and I think we'll improve workflows with this. Absolutely. Speaking of, any other lessons learned you've had, Kathy, in your experience here that you'd like to share? Um, a lot of lessons learned. Um, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of things that um, that happen very quickly, and, and I, I keep repeating that. But you know, some of this stuff, like I said, takes a lot of testing and weeks. And I think you know how uh, the healthcare people, you know, they have teams of people they pull together. You know, I think we can learn uh, about pulling our teams together even more. I mean, we do a great job at Zebra at, at working uh, with experts, a, a group of experts internally to help support the customers, especially specific to healthcare, um, and, you know, from the supplies team to the logistics team. But, but I think we can work to improve internally um, in supporting specifically healthcare environments um, by pulling together maybe, uh, you know, maybe some sort of an emergency action team like, okay, he, here's the team of people that are going to help support these types of applications in the future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, any best practices you'd advise others to follow as they work to open additional testing facilities? Um, I think just as um, I just want to touch on something that Kathy raised in terms of hospitals have good um, sort of crisis management um, teams in place and policies and procedures, and I think what we've what we could learn moving forward is having more. Um, capabilities around the supply chain, the manufacturing, the logistics 
that capability because I think that sort of industry, remote from healthcare, haven't really understood the impact of uh, moving fairly quickly. As Cathy said, she's had the challenge of setting up clinics overnight, literally in 24 hours, which is really challenging. So I think from uh, uh, that perspective would be really important moving forward because that way they could get, <coughs> excuse me, access to protective apparel quickly, um, access to medication, um, the transport of products from location A to lo location B, whether it be, you know, metropolitan, regional or other in whatever state or country that you're in. So I think they're really important. And I also think that Australia can actually adopt some of the practices that the US have actually implemented because they've clearly done that, set up these clinics fairly quickly and effectively. So I think that's something that we could uh, take a feather out of your cap, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you again, Elizabeth and Kathy. This has really been an interesting discussion and we appreciate you joining us. And thanks to our audience for listening to this Your Edge podcast. I encourage you to stay tuned to Zebra Technologies Your Edge blog for more helpful information about a wide variety of industry topics and trends. I'm Therese Van Ryan, and we'll see you next time.